Welcome to Namaste Hali podcast, adding the spice to your cravings with a K. Hi everyone, this is Sakshi, your host for today's fun episode of our podcast. And joining me today as co-hosts are my amazing colleagues from Team NH, Sneha and Thurka. Hi guys, can you please introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hi, it's me, Sneha, again. Hello everyone, I'm Thurka. Hi guys. So before we start with our podcast, I think we should quickly introduce Namaste Hallyu to our new listeners, right? So Sneha, would you like to do the honors? Sure. Uh, so uh, Namaste Hallyu is one of the first Indian websites that focuses on delivering the latest Korean entertainment news, original content, interviews, and more. We are also really active on our social media. You can find us in Instagram. at namaste hallyu official and youtube as namaste hallyu so please do not forget to check it out so in our last episode we talked about the 2021 kpop comebacks that got our eye and the ones that we are looking forward to yep. since we have covered the discussions of kpop quite a bit mm-hmm. i think we should go a little beyond this genre of music yes while uh, kpop yes. is the most you know popular genre of korean music the industry also has a rich history of korean hip hop artists although today we will not be discussing uh, kpop hop's history in detail like its underground community or how it began instead we will talk about its rise and how it gained its momentum in the mainstream media in recent years right uh so korean hip hop is quite an entirely different industry uh and actually it has been gaining a really good mainstream momentum for the past few years i think but in reality the yeah, culture it's... yeah the hip hop culture in korea has been there perhaps from the early 1990s i think um yeah mm-hmm. so it became kind of an identity marker i think of the new generation like of the culture of the new generation and um during the late 1980s and early 1990s i think korea at that time was also experiencing some uh, major changes uh, not just in the cultural front but also in the political front so um the artists at that time they were experiencing uh, much relaxation in terms of censorship in music so i think that eventually led hip hop music to actually uh, root itself among the korean youth Yeah yeah right it uh, actually allowed people to freely express themselves exactly. with the lyrics and their creativity mm-hmm. and i also think that k hip hop cemented itself as a popular genre among the public through the help of artists such as Sotheji and the boys. Yes, exactly. Uh Tiger JK, Busy, mm-hmm. uh Unmiri like these guys are really popular. They have always been yeah. popular. Yeah. So um like uh, since I'm a fan, I I listened to, you know, other uh people talk about it like I've gone through articles and videos and all of that. And uh I have learned that Korean Americans they have a major role in helping K-hip hop grow in the first place. Yes. 
like we all know hip hop is a black culture yeah so the uh, korean americans since they had first had experience back in the usa they brought it to south korea and it blew up yeah uh, like one of the biggest producer in the, that we know today is Teddy Park he started off as a rapper yeah so he came from the US right so yeah things you know unfolded like that yeah yeah so Teddy Park like you know obviously we all know who Teddy Park is he is one of the biggest producers <laughs> and he has created like Yay. really iconic songs So the fact that he also yes. started off as a rapper and now he is like really like a known pretty like he's also contributed a lot to bringing like you know Yeah. Uh, I admire yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, and also at that time uh Sotheji and the boys were known for their experimental music yeah. and uh you know the adaptation of rap in pop was mm-hmm. something the public was fresh to you know yes yes so uh, everything worked out well and people just accepted it yeah they did yeah right that's true it, it was fresh i like but also you know sateji and the boys like one of the members young hyun sok like he is also the founder of one of the most popular entertainment companies like today Like yes. of South Korea, YG. and that is none, none <laughs> other than YG Entertainment. I'm a YG stan. <laughs> like, I think YG. I mean, like even now they're known, you know, uh, to have specialized in hip hop mainstream music. But the thing is, they started as that. They started as an entertainment. In fact, the first entertainment company that specialized in hip hop mainstream music. So yeah, so yeah, YG actually like you know had a huge contribution in uh, bringing rap and hip hop music to the mainstream media, and especially because of their uh, first generation groups like uh, One Time, and then there was Big Bang and Two Any One, of course. So I think like you know YG was one of the biggest uh, influence of blending uh, hip hop and pop and bringing it to like you know uh, to the general public uh, in a very friendly yeah. way like in in a way in which they readily accepted the music at that time and yeah like growing up i listened to a lot of big bang and to anyone like they were my staple bands for you know the hip hop infused mm-hmm. pop music but if i look back i think my very first encounter with like hip hop like just hip hop was i think epic high yeah i think epic high was my first encounter with hip hop wow that's long back yeah. i didn't know that's how you actually found out epic high yeah so um that's actually nice. actually you know uh, when uh, when i was in school like when i was into k pop like when i first started k pop uh, i was a really huge fan of infinite and they mm-hmm. were label mates with epic high like they were in the same entertainment company wulim entertainment so um i got to know that one of the members of infinite l was going to star in the music video for a song called run and i i actually checked it out for l 
But then I really ended up loving the song, uh, especially the hook, like, you know, when they say like, you got me running, running, running away. So that that really stuck to me. And then I think since then, I've been a huge fan of Epic High and especially Tableau's music. As far as I know, like Epic High, they have been active since like really early 2000s. Yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah. 2002, 2003-ish. I think 2003-ish, I yeah, I think. And they're still so relevant today. Exactly. Like they're they still are. very popular. <laughs> when I first listened to Epic High, I don't even think I realized they were K-pop. So I I mean, that just shows how K-pop were not much in the mainstream then. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. only now we are seeing K-pop as like a like a particular music genre or like a particular identity of some sort. Yeah. But yeah, so I think without even realizing, I guess, Epic High were my first, you know, K-pop group too. Yay. And of course, there's J-Park. What about you, Sneha? Who was your first K-pop artist? Who can it be other than J-Park? Actually, uh, I discovered him when he was, uh, when he was an idol. Mm. And, you know, he loved JYP and all of that. Then he made a comeback with uh, Beautiful Girls All Over the World, that song, right? Yeah. And I've been a fan since then. And then one fine day, I got into Show Me the Money. Yeah. And that was it. With Maino and Zico's Okie Dokie. And uh, also... Yeah. Mayu and Payan's uh, collaboration. Uh, Sikke, he participated, right, yeah, in yeah. SNTM. Uh, so, yeah, the world of K-Hip-Hop opened up. Like, that's when I actually saw it and I got into it. I started discovering more artists. I researched the hip-hop labels and mm-hmm. there was no turning back. Yeah, so I think like most people, like, you know, international fans, they they do start off knowing with idol rappers. Like for me, I uh, even like, I also knew Jay Park since his idol days, like, you know, when he was in 2PM. And then he like, you know, left the label and then he completely like, you know, changed his image and he became a pure hip hop artist. So yeah, I think uh, most of the fans, they start off knowing with the idol rappers and then they move on to the ones who are purely focused on Korean hip hop music. But I also think that over the years, uh, a number of people who listen to uh, pure Korean hip hop has also increased drastically. So what do you guys think about this? I agree. I agree. Like we see more fans of gay hip hop now. Yeah. Um, it's like gay hip hop artists. They're making a place for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're appearing on TV shows, music shows, collaborating with idol groups or even yeah. idols when they go solo, yes, yes. which was not very common earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. hip hop songs they even soar high in their home country song exactly, charts. Yes. So we are just seeing more of them in the mainstream and hence having more K-pop, K-hip-hop fans. Yeah. So like, I mean, not just that, there are like fandoms of, you know, independent K-hip-hop labels mm. as well. Not to mention, mm. like, I mean, not to mention AOMG, Higher, Higher Gang and very Ambition Music. They have like, yeah. yeah, very popular. They have got like a lot of fans, yeah. you know. So I, I mean, love them. Their, yeah. their artist I mean, lineup uh, is also like amazing, like... The artists, the artists and mm. the labels are also really amazing. But it's like, but but it's not to say that 
uh, only now we are seeing k hip hop labels yeah. but k hip hop labels independent k hip hop labels they were common from long back as well yeah. like mm-hmm. i mean uh companies like highlight records or like illinois records mm. they're like one of the oldest you know the hip hop labels like how trika mentioned they have now garnered huge international fans and they even do world tours and their tickets get sold out before the pandemic i remember checking out their ig like the artists and you know they keep uploading like yo tickets sold out in uh, you know europe tour and like that's so huge they've yeah. come so far it's great like i wish we could have that in india as well oh i really wish maybe in the future yeah, yeah maybe maybe <laughs> yeah so over the years uh, many kpop artists uh, have also written songs for kpop idols mm. and groups um actually famous idol groups actually yeah like exo and um i think nct as well but uh, they themselves have gained popularity in recent years because of uh shows like smtm for sure yeah like i also agree with what you've just said like i think the recent surge in the popularity of korean hip hop has show me the money to be really thankful for I think uh the show like it really blew up the talent in the genre and it gave them the platform that they really desperately needed. So uh yeah, I think Show Me the Money was a huge factor in terms of uh, popularity of the Korean hip hop scene in like you know current uh current times. But yeah, uh I unfortunately was not able to watch all of the seasons like religiously. but it did introduce mm. me to some amazing rappers to whom i listen on a daily basis like loco and then there's by uh, hanhe and more but what's actually funny is that along with the like participants i was also like i also got a lot invested in checking out the songs of the mentors such as the entire aomg mm. gang and then there was vocent yes. and mad clown dynamic duo and more so, i love dynamic duo yeah me too like i i i really like discovered them through show me the money only so um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah show me the money was like amazing but um a lot of show me the money like i watched unpretty rap star like i did manage to watch mm-hmm. uh, the, the all of the seasons of unpretty rap star so like did you guys watch unpretty rap star and like did you what did you guys think like how it represented female rappers in the industry i i have not watched the show actually ah. but i know jessie's iconic meme ah. line from it like you know <laughs> we are not a team this is a competition, competition yeah it's still, still like an ongoing running joke among the fans mm, iconic line but um yeah but uh looking at the contestants when the show came out i remember thinking like seeing some of them i had never seen them or like i've never even heard of them like their songs or them in particular so i think representation wise i think it did a good job yeah. even if not a good job maybe but it was a start you know mm-hmm. it just showed how female rappers they have always been in the game mm-hmm. and they continued so you know uh yunmire for example oh, yes. um yeah. she has been in the game like, for the longest time and Legendary, now yeah. 
Now we have like new generation female rappers like Young G, mm. Sandy, uh-huh. Jackie Y, or even Little Cherry. Like Little Cherry is like really, really popular these days yeah, for sure, that sure. Mukbang song. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't really know much about female rappers other than Jesse, Young G, and Jackie Y. Mm. I love Jesse though, like uh, because she's queen. I like I listen to her a lot. Yeah. Yongji because of her appearance in shows and Jackie Y because of her collaboration that she did with Zico. Now that we're talking about uh, K-hip hop shows, how about high school rapper? Like, do you guys yeah. watch high school rapper? Yeah, I did. I did. I did watch that show. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed. Like, all these kids, uh, you know, high school kids. I know, right? Really young. Yeah, with all the talent and the way they rap. Wow. Amazing. Wow. It was Just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, I haven't watched Unpretty Rap Star. I should. Because, um, you know, hearing from Sakshi and Kirka, hmm. uh, I definitely, I'll check out. Unpretty Rap Star. Yeah, like, uh, Unpretty Rap Star was a really, like, you know, good show. But unfortunately, like, I did not really enjoy how the show was edited. Um, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the talent that came with the show. Like, after watching the show, I became a huge fan of Jesse, And then there was Cheetah. And then Nada. And uh, also Hayes. Like, obviously, like, Hayes now, she focuses on OSTs and ballads. And she has become more of, like, you know, a pop R&B artist. But at that time, during Unpretty Rap Star, she participated as a rapper. And she's really, really talented in that field, too. But yeah, it was a nice platform for the female rappers of the industry, like, you know, to come and show their talent. But I just wish the show would have been produced in a little, like, in a little better way. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, while watching the show, I was actually also blown away by the talent of idol rappers. Um, There was Jhonsoyeon of uh, Yoja Idol and Yezi of Fiesta. And they really stood their ground, like, among the among the artists like they really really stood their ground so i i think it was like really amazing to see them perform in the show and i think they really shined in it now that you mentioned um idol rappers like in the show like i have to also mention about this like there were many idol rappers in show me the money as well yeah. like in mm-hmm. fact bobby a member of icon like he went on to win the show yeah, in 2013 yeah yeah, yeah. Right? and and now we have mino like another idol a member or winner who is mm-hmm. one of the producers in the current season of the show like it's ongoing yeah, that's and before that of course we also had zico like who was a mem- who is also a member of block b another idol like as a producer of Show Me The Money, like season four, I think. Yeah. So not just them, you know, we have had many idol rapper contestants in the show as well. But the thing is, I also remember other contestants, like they were very quick to judge them. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. they would say things like, oh, you're an idol rapper. What do you know about hip hop? You're trained, you're manufactured. You don't yeah, know anything same, about the rap. The same thing happened stuff. in Unpretty Rap Star also. Like all of the idols out there, mm-hmm. like... Uh, idol rappers they all were like quickly judged they were like oh you are an idol rapper you are trained like what do you know about like what real rap is so yeah that Mm. always happens so Mm. i think that clash or difference has always been there and it resurfaces 
sometimes yeah. and i think it will keep happening i don't know there's always a clash yeah that's there like many many idol rappers you know however they were uh, underground rappers and then they went on to become idols uh, also whoever wasn't an underground rapper definitely had the interest or talent to become who they are today mm. or else how would they even make it exactly yeah so uh, many idol rappers are actually doing good now in the hip hop field like like just like how clerka mentioned yeah uh, they have produced solo tracks and albums that have topped charts not just in their home country but mm. internationally too yeah i mean look at top from big bang he was an underground uh, rapper yeah. then mino bobby zico like zico you know he writes uh, his lyrics mm. and he actually delivers his struggles as an underground rapper and yeah. how he came to the industry it's so interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we have the legend rm mm. sugar oh j park uh, was an idol who became a rapper yeah now that's <laughs> reverse but every one of them are doing really great in their field yeah so i also feel like you know a lot of idol rappers they are not given their due credit just because they are in a group like just because they are like you know in an idol group they are not like you know respected among the hip hop community like but i think like you know um, even if like you know they were not underground rappers i think uh, even if like even if they are not underground rappers if they don't have that experience but if they have that talent I think like you know you should not like you know underestimate them like personally for me mm. I absolutely love Monster X IM's rapping style and his solo works mm. and I think like he has such a unique tone and all of his verses in the songs are like you know so catching like it just grabs your attention so I think like you know idols like him who have the talent you know they should not be underestimated like uh, that's my yeah. personal opinion like um who cares if you are trained or you have been in the scene for a very long time <laughs> right yeah. like the essence of hip hop is just to you know talk about your own struggles and you know or whatever exactly, however yeah. you portray it music is music like doesn't matter mm-hmm. uh like k hip hop without idol rappers would be unfair incomplete because they do contribute a lot in many ways now i mean look at uh look at idols joining other labels just as rappers i mean i hope in the future we can see more collaborations between idol rappers and k hip hop artists because that would actually be amazing exactly right? yeah, yeah it would be amazing to see yeah so yeah so we can just hope and wait hoping for it okay now um <laughs> okay so we had a lot of fun talking about korean hip hop music yeah. in today's podcast uh we got to talk about how there's more to korean music scene mm-hmm. uh so while we have covered only the tip of the iceberg i'm sure we will have uh more episodes where we can talk more about other genres and all the other underrated artists in uh, korean music 
So before we go, we have asked our listeners to tell us some of their favorite K-pop artists. So let us read some comments. Sakshi. Okay, so Rashika from Assam says, "It has to be J-pop for me. His Mumbai has mm-hmm. been the biggest break of his career after leaving JYP." I agree with that too. And that really shows his undying passion and giving life to K-hip hop. No wonder his agency has signed artists like Simon Dominic, Grey, Code Kunst, Loco and more. So the next uh comment is um Real Halustan uh has given a shout out to MFBTY and Zico. Nice. Okay. Okay, uh so Pemi and says Skinny Brown and artists from Daytona Entertainment. Whoa, we have Daytona Entertainment fans over here. So, nice. Uh, like Daytona Entertainment is uh, one of the is is a is a new company, right? But it's it has a lot yeah, of good yeah. artists. The founders are uh, quite famous, though they're they've always been there in the hip hop scene. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. So um Joanisa I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly um they said Ash Island and Jessie we have a lot of Jessie mm-hmm. fans Jessie is very really popular. popular very popular <laughs> she's everywhere she's everywhere finally we have an Ash Island fan too yeah <laughs> next Misiki store says Jaypak CK and Changmo are my favorite It was definitely SMTM season 4 that got me into K-hip hop and season 4 has given us the best songs of the decade along with some amazing artists mm. and I really can't wait for Zico and Sikke to be released from the military so that they can give us some bomb tracks again same I am really really waiting for Sikke's uh, discharge yeah okay so Now that we have read some of the comments, why don't we recommend uh, our favorite K-pop song to uh, our listeners along with the reason for our recommendation? Okay, so I'll go first because I already have a song that I want to recommend. Um mm-hmm. I would like to recommend Run by Epic High. <laughs> As I said before, mm-hmm. it was my first official Korean hip-hop song that I listened to. and i am particularly a huge fan of the style in which tabla raps so i would really want our listeners to see uh, to listen to this song so yeah i recommend run by epic high it's actually really hard to choose a favorite but i will go for want love by sokodomo mm. simply because i think he's the next big thing from the new generation rappers like check out his work okay. for cl fans like um, that song spicy He was one of the writers of her oh. song. So yeah. So now it's my turn and I can't really choose uh one but I'll try. Though my favorites are Sikke and Changmo. Mm. But uh since it's about recommendation, I would recommend uh Higher Music's Woody Go Child's album Soup. Uh, I recommend it's an album actually not just one song I I'm recommending this album because all of the tracks in this album are really good Woody Go Child did a really great job I I just feel like uh, people don't listen to him much I don't know why uh, so yeah I I would like to say that please 
go and listen to this entire album it's bomb and show him more love and support for his brilliant work so it's funny because like uh, this album soup like a lot of people like have actually recommended this album to me uh they uh-huh. like asked me to check his album like check the album out so but unfortunately i've not been able to so i'm pretty sure like after this podcast i'm going to go and be checking out this entire album and also the songs yes, that yes. you guys have recommended and all the songs which our listeners have also recommended i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. i'm going to go back and going to listen to all of these songs so yeah Um, okay. Okay, guys. So we have come to the end of our podcast. However, we will be back next week with a fresh new topic. So I hope you guys will look forward to that. And Kirka will be telling us what will be our podcast topic for next week. So Kirka, please. Yes. So next week we will be discussing K-pop concerts in India. Ooh. We will also be having special guests from Pinkbox events where they will talk about their experiences in bringing K-pop concerts in India. We finally have guests for the next episode. Exactly. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast and let us know on our social media if there is any topic you guys would like us to talk about. Okay? Till then, Namaste. 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 Namaste.